0: The rainbows with your host Bernice Quizenberry. Today's segment of Fertility is a loss is brought to you by Bree and B. Hey. Thanks for coming. Back. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> yes. Um, And today, just so everybody is aware, all of our listeners, um, we are discussing secondary infertility. We have never experienced primary infertility, so we are looking for our survivor network out there who has already been through um, that whole primary infertility journey, um, to write in on criedoutloudpodcast.com to share your um, story with us and to also potentially get you on here as a interviewee for our listeners. Yeah,
1: we'd love to hear from you.
0: Absolutely. Um, So with that said, we're going to dive into um, today's topics. um, And... One thing, and I know I'm going to get on a soapbox just for a couple minutes here. <laughs> you with go, three. girl. You go for it. <laughs> I'm for here me? to listen. Go for oh it. Oh, my gosh. I just love you. OK. Um, <laughs> infertility needs to be considered a major medical condition. Amen. It, yes. Amen. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Amen. <laughs> and it should be covered by insurance carriers across the board, across our states, because treatments are ridiculously priced. Preach it, girl. OK. OK. Yes. Like, All right. Hold on. <laughs> OK. Also, depending on what state you live in, only 19 states out of our 50 actually cover infertility treatment. That's
1: unbelievable. I can't believe that. That's, that's mind boggling. It's just like unfathomable. It's crazy. I mean, I, uh, infertility is a medical condition. Correct. Nobody asked for it, right? right. It's a medical condition. It's a condition. Uh, reproductive Within organs. your medical body <laughs> that is. It, you can't control it. It's it's something that has happened to you, and the fact that it's you know there's so many medical conditions that are covered, and this to me is just another one that it should be covered. I don't. It's mind boggling that it's not covered.
0: And it, and it is a lifelong journey. And absolutely. It,
1: and everything that you go
0: through, right? And we live in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So Pennsylvania is one of the states that is not covered. However, if you go just an hour and drive across the Maryland line, Maryland is covered. Yeah.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, which um, I have heard from various survivors in our support community and things like that. That you know, husbands, spouses, whatever, have gotten jobs in Maryland just so they could get their infertility treatments covered. Wow,
1: that's it's crazy. I know. Um, well, our so our insurance, our our private insurance that we had when we were going through infertility covered. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, twelve hundred dollars for the lifetime. <laughs> Which
0: it's not funny. It's, it's, it's as funny. as it's, in like, is this real life? Yeah,
1: because it's ridiculous. I mean, twelve hundred dollars ever. You know, if you're listening and you're going through infertility, you know, that's a laughable amount because it's not it's like it, it was like not full shots. Yeah, it wasn't even enough. To, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't enough. <laughs> and then
0: everything that goes in with that, right? Not just looking at like if you're going down like the hormone shots, IVF, IUI, whatever you know you're looking at, but it's also like from the perspectives of like other things, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's ultrasounds, you're right. right? There's lab work, there's um, there's the, the just the you know for us personally our infertility specialist was an hour drive right so like the to and from the back and forth two hours you you have to go they want to do your blood work they want to do all your ultrasounds they want to do all that stuff and all of that adds up (sighs) yeah and so and you're going in there pretty
0: often for your treatments Oh, right? constantly. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, it's cuz they want to they're tracking you and the, especially the lab work in particular and um, just, you know, they they want to look at your your ovaries and if you're you're ovulating and your the the size of your lining and you know and those have to take place multiple times throughout the week. I can't exactly remember how many, how frequently they were occurring, but I know it was a lot. And um, because they want to set you up for perfect timing and, you know, give the shot when it's perfect timing, right? When your, your lining's nice and thick. And um, so it's a lot, it's a lot of back and forth. It's a lot of um, testing and none of which is covered.
0: Exactly. And so they try to look at it, you know, when is your body going to accept or have the most success? Yeah, exactly. Um, And you know, I want to say when I was on progesterone shots, they were like $400 a pop, which yeah. is just, yeah. it's, how can people continue to keep going like I that, don't know. right? And yeah. um, so, and I mean, we don't need to be preaching to our listeners because, you know, you're living this too. Um, but treatments, and this is the thing too, treatments are no guarantee. And there's tens of thousands of dollars that are being drained from savings, yeah. from credit card debt, from second mortgages, having to get loans. But like, that's the thing. Why is this all coming down to, you either being able to have a baby regardless of the situation with infertility but is based on your financial state when this comes naturally to others and it's because of our reproductive organs failing us well it's it's not just i'm not just saying women or men it's it's it's, um any you know sex or identification it's like that just doesn't work
1: and it's sad because it's almost like fertility and the ability to have a baby is a luxury right so it's almost yes. like they they don't want to cover it or i shouldn't i mean a lot of, a lot of people don't cover it because it's it again it goes back to it's a medical condition it's not a luxury it's a medical condition that is preventing people from having children and um having children is you know it's it's a desire and you know and if, if you don't have the funds to have a baby that shouldn't keep you from having a baby you know exactly. if you if you want a baby and i know for us personally we drained our entire savings account mm-hmm. to help through our fertility journey and um we did not get a baby out of that fertility journey um and it was very hard to drain that much money oh yeah, Um, and it's because it wasn't covered and we had no choice but we just we didn't want to give up and we just you know we just had this hope that we'd have a baby and um, we were willing to spend that money and it's very it's very sad that it came down to you know going draining your bank account or going into debt to get that child that you're longing for um, it shouldn't come down to that.
0: Absolutely. And so when we're talking right now, right, we're just talking about like the financial drain, yeah. but oh,
1: there are so man.
0: many other things that are drained and cost the couple who are going through it during that time, the emotional, the mental anguish yeah. and you know, the physical too, because mm. you know, chemical pregnancies and you have to keep living through loss after loss too. it, unless you're, you know, blessed enough to um, yeah. get pregnant first time or, or whatever that looks like for every, everybody's journey is different. But it's just looking at this and it's years of it. It's not just that, um, you know, and it can be years of it is yeah. what I should say. Um, but it's not that instantaneous for a lot of.
1: I f- I remember people saying to me because we went through this for five years. Right. And um, we were secondary infertility. And I <laughs> people kept saying to me, how how are you still going? How are you yes. still doing this? And I just had such a strong desire to have this other another child that I kept going. But I don't. Looking back now, how did I do it? Because you're right. It's not just financially. I mean, emotionally, the ups and downs of fertility is it's like whiplash, right? Ugh. It's. I mean, it's it's like you're you have such hope one minute that you know. Oh, the, they tell you the lining is perfectly thick and plush and you know you're you've got like all these follicles that are huge that are ready to go and And that's like music to my ears I know I know and you got this hope and you're like okay it's gonna be this time it's gonna be this time and then it's not Right. and then you're back down to square one and then you're like okay but next month i'm going to and it's just like this right. roller coaster of up and down and up and down and you're doing all these shots and you're you know you're you're going to all these appointments and you're doing it all because you have such hope for this baby that you're longing for and right um gosh the emotional toll and the the the, the mental too like i just looking back how how I just don't know how I went through it. I mean, yeah. just and the effect it spent on our my relationship with my husband. And, you know, there's just so many aspects of this journey.
0: And it's true. And I, I think boiling it down and when we're looking at each of those, which we will be doing that, um, we are just tapping in surface level, you know, with all of the different topics and um, different communities that we're servicing for survivors. Um, but, you know. Being in a room with them and, you know, infertility, um, infertility loss survivors, talking to them about what this journey is actually like. Um, And the other day I was talking about this analogy and a lot of them appreciated it because people come to them and say, what is this like? What what does it feel like, especially ones that have not gone through it? It's hard to explain. It really is, and what I said was, it's like you fell down into a well. Like the second that you get that gut wrenching news that um, there's something going on here, you know, with you, your partner, both of you combined, whatever that kind of looks like, that you fell into this well, right? And it's dark, and there's no escape. And then every time that you think you're climbing out, and you're like up a couple feet, and all of a sudden when you slip down, mm. the bottom of the well keeps getting deeper and deeper, and those. Things that you said at the beginning of the journey, we would never do this. We would never drain our savings. We would never look at getting out second mortgages. We would never look at donor, um, you know, sperm or egg. We would yeah. never look at um, doing any like surrogacy or anything like that. They start to sometimes in different journeys become realities. Yeah. And you do, you feel like that ultimate hypocrite. And it's like during that, but
1: you don't know it until you're actually in it and living it. Gosh, I love that. That's that's so such a great analogy because it's true. It's it's like you your your bottom is only 20 feet, right. Initially, because you're like, okay, infertility. All right, you know, a couple shots. Well, right. when and you start climbing that wall, and then you realize, you know, that journey is longer and harder than you anticipated, and that that. That bottom, that 20 feet is now 30 feet, now 40 feet, and and exactly. I, I love that analogy because it's so true. And you and I certainly, for us personally, we never intended to drain our bank account. Um, we never intended to have credit card debt for you know to pay for all this stuff, and um, it just happened. And we right. did it because. The, the desire and the hope was there and it changes your future though Yeah, like it
0: changes your future on so many different levels one it brought it sounds like like from what you've shared brie it brought you guys closer Yeah, you absolutely husband. um but it also can do the opposite absolutely and then it also too on top of that um just creates this whole new dynamic because now um you know you're about to have a baby which can be expensive with diapers and all of that stuff but It's hard to have a leg to stand on when you were coming out of these treatments and having to pretty much drain everything you have. And also, how is it okay when people are on these journeys to have to do it themselves to set up a GoFundMe page or whatever Mm. and start asking and soliciting funding when it's like they're just still trying to wrap their own heads around everything and what and what to do from here. Talk about making yourself look vulnerable, (laughs) right? right? I mean, there's putting it
1: out there. Yeah, you're really putting it out there, and you know and, and and there's no shame in it and you know i i did feel that I mean, and i think it's something we can talk about sometime too it's just like the stigma of it yes. like oh you're, you're you're you know you're not you're not functioning properly you're not you're yes. not able to and um i had some shame in that and 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 there's a there's a grief that came with that process that i am not able to do this without help and then and then when you have to ask for help financially to fund that process that's that's very vulnerable it is and
0: like you said you know um and then everybody you know has an opinion about like oh well did you try this or did you try that or or you know if you guys just keep trying or or if you guys didn't stress out about it maybe you could just naturally get pregnant (laughs) or it will just happen it will just (laughs) happen like and i get it like the intentions are pure and great however though um it's not easy for everybody to get no. pregnant, to stay pregnant, and to have a baby. Yeah, uh, and to again, continue. it comes back to yes. a medical
1: condition. Absolutely. it's something that um, you know people struggle with, and it needs to be looked at that way. And
0: it's also mourning the loss of fertility and when I we talk about this right it's that child that you and your spouse envision together like what genetics will they get from us like will they have like brown hair blonde hair red hair Will they have this will they have that um who will they become to be you know because like that's what keeps you going during these journeys is having those like those futuristic talks about the children yep. and then it's also like the loss of your genetics being used it's the loss of you carrying your baby for some and it's the loss of your natural family that you thought of but also it's the loss of all the surprises like there's no surprise for you to announce that to your husband or, or spouse right. to say like oh hey we're pregnant no like it's planned yeah so you you miss out on all of that yeah and then around you you're seeing people that are saying oh you know, I'm just fertile murder over here. You know, I just. He looks you know, at me and I get pregnant. Yes. Like fifth yeah. pregnancy, like going into natural labor and just like you know delivering right. so perfectly. And it's like, I, you know, you just look at those people like good for
1: them. Yes. However, yes. it's it's hard when you're walking through an infertility journey because, you know, there so many people are very lucky to have that experience. And, um, you know, I did my first pregnancy. I was that person who I had no issues getting pregnant. And, um, but when you're walking through and you're trying so hard and you're spending so much money and you're putting so much of you into the process and, and, and your, and your spouse too. And like, it's very frustrating, but it's, um, I think it can also affect friendships and stuff too, because if people don't understand what it's like to go through infertility and, um, They make comments like that, which, of of course, they're not trying to hurt you. Um, They just don't know um, the emotional anguish that fertility and fertility journey can cause. And
0: you almost feel like when you're on this journey, because it is, for some, it is drawn out, it is long, um, that you feel like, like that's all you can talk about because that's all you can think about. Like you're yeah. obsessing about it because you are doing all that
1: tracking, that probing, oh, that yeah. prodding, that, those shots, it's your those world. Injections. it is your whole entire it's your whole Like your whole reproductive journey is yes. timed out for you. Yes. And the doctors are like, you know, between this time and this time, you got to give this shot and you got to do this, you got to do that. You got to, you know, got your blood work on this day and your ultrasound on this day. And mm-hmm. it is, it cons- it's all consuming. And I yes. remember that being one of the biggest things is once we stopped that journey it's almost like I didn't know what to do with myself. All that Be- extra time. Yeah, because you don't realize, I think, until you stop or you're, you're out of it, that how much time that took, mm-hmm. um, how much energy that took. Um, and, I, you know, I just look back and I and I, I think to myself, how did I do that? And, you know, people have asked us, are you going to have any more kids? And do you know what my answer is? <laughs> it's I don't think I could mentally or emotionally or physically handle another child because I just, to go through that journey and how much it took out of you, um, I don't think I could do it again because it's just, it's so draining. It is. It absolutely is. And,
0: um, you know, just looking at, like you said, like during the whole journey, it's a whole embodied experience. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we need to stop saying to like something in society. It's interesting is like, once you have one normal pregnancy, um, it's just assumed that you're going to continue to go on and have more, or it's assumed that like, we should just be lucky that we do have the one. Now I'm not saying that we're not and that yeah. we're blessed. Right. Um, it, it's just though that, we still it's not like we don't want those other children it's not that we don't want the ones that we lost it's all different because they're all different children correct we need to look at it like that in that compartmentalized way
1: yeah yeah no I totally agree and and you know getting pregnant staying pregnant becoming pregnant all those things it's just it's not easy for everyone and um you know it's 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 I think it's hard and and we have a list of do's and don'ts on right. our website of you know what to say to people and that includes people going through fertility treatments Absolutely. and stuff because um, you you know it's it's um, it's a hard journey and I think we need to recognize it as such
0: And the biggest thing that I think I've taken away from like now experiencing and now beyond it is that I just try to be a safe space for someone to come in and talk about it yeah. and because like I don't want to give out um, any advice that is one just, like it's because I feel like I have the need to have to say something. Sure. Because I feel like, you know, just to give them something, you're seeing them cry, you're seeing them emotional, you're seeing them on this journey. Like you want to try to give someone hope. But when in all reality, um, you know, you just you feel like, especially when you're going through it, mm-hmm. that like, am I draining my support systems because I can't talk or think about anything else? Yeah. And so having that safe space to go to, I think that's like one of the biggest things that we tell loved ones that are supporting someone through this journey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think um, to be that safe space for somebody and to, um, you know, and that's kind of our goal here, too, is because sometimes I think our support support systems get... At least, I I don't know. Nobody ever said it to me, but you can just sense it. Like, people are like, oh, gosh. Like, there's still... <laughs> yes. talking about this it's yes. still happening and um and family dynamics
0: yeah you know like you know I know you know when you look at like parents of the one like the parents of the parents that are trying oh yeah um, they want to be grandparents so badly yeah. and you feel like you're letting them down and there's all those feelings oh, too man. and you know you, you're you just like um, and when it's not happening and also you almost feel like a crippled bird at least I did I should say um, when my reproductive organs weren't, weren't working right or when I needed to keep having surgeries done and it was creating more scar tissue it was like oh my gosh here we go now all of a sudden like more scar tissue means like harder chances to get pregnant and and it's creating this whole like thing around it but then it goes back to as well um looking at you know and I blamed myself it was like what did I do to um have this happen or or could it have been prevented and things like that and it you know there's just no answers it goes back to that guilt Yes. podcast we talked about a little yes. bit ago and like
1: just the, the guilt of that surrounds it all and you do you feel guilty that like you you're not able to do this and yes there's no shame in it right. at all you know right. it's, it's so I feel like it's so common it is I really do well, it's I, one in six yeah one in six
0: people in our world are living with infertility right oh, now yeah yeah and that's that's just insanity when you're looking at it and it's still not considered it's not a covered major, <laughs> major medical condition noob nope.
1: um, but on our soapbox again. I know. (laughs) Don't get me
0: started because you know. Um, No, but, and you know, when my husband and I were going through, um, you know, the struggles of trying to get pregnant with Brooke and things like that, I sought out you know different people that I knew were going through this journey so we could you know stay in touch and talk about it because they were living it alongside of me but that's why it is so important that we did create this survivor community mm-hmm. around this so then you do feel that support especially when you're needing it or seeking it out that you have somewhere to turn to to talk to a group of people who understand completely where you are at yep. in an open format
1: yeah it's so important and and that's where you know family and friends are fantastic and especially if you have family and friends who have been through it yes. um but if you don't um, surround yourself with people who have gone through the same, um, you know, journey, and, and and can relate to all the emotions and all the the things that exhaust you about the journey. Um, the emotional part, the mental part, the physical part, the financial part. We're here. We get it. We've we've been there. Um, you know, and and I think just there's there's something about not feeling alone and yeah. not feeling isolated. Yes. Um, because it's very easy to become isolated and to feel like you're the only one in the world who is going through this when yes. in reality you're not. There's there's like you said, one in six who are experiencing this. And it's
0: triggers. Like it's yeah. triggers
1: going out in public. Like you're seeing people
0: pregnant like left and right. Like you're seeing it all the time. It's almost like when you buy that red car and yeah. all of a sudden now you're seeing red cars everywhere, yep. right? Yep. And so now all of a sudden like it's in your head and like you're gonna see and it's gonna like it affected me it affects you. You spoke about how it affects you, Bree. Yeah, and like sometimes it's even just seeing like a stroller at Target on sale, yeah. like they're
1: displayed,
0: or it's like things like that. You know, constant reminders, daily yes. reminders,
1: and that's the thing. The you know the world doesn't stop turning, right? Um, because you're going through an infertility journey, and
0: we're still on. You know, we're at the same age of our friends, so yeah. like our friends are having babies, we're going to baby showers, we're seeing yeah. all these things, we're hearing all of their stories about it, and and that's why you know we just need our survivor community behind yep. us. I agree. So, well, thank you so much, Bree, for being here. Thank you I so much. It. So anybody who has been on a primary infertility journey, we would love to hear from you on criedoutloudpodcast.com. So please tune in next week for our next episode. Till then, take care, survivors. We are with you. Thanks for listening.